actually filming up north, so it's a change of scenery. Change. My ass is already on fire as it is, so. The last thing that doesn't need to catch on fire is your wig. Basically, last year I was diagnosed with uh, stage four follicular lymphoma. It's a incurable type of cancer. I have basically a life expectancy of 15. So let's just kind of get into dating. Yeah. How has it been? I'm uh, I'm on Hinge. Your bio should literally be looking for someone to take my last breath. <laughs> I'm dying. Like, wait, sorry, I am, but also I am. Did you let him know you had cancer before the first date? How can you break up with someone over something that they can't control? I can't change that part of me. It's all like, oh, um, you're a bitch or you're this or you're talk. I cannot go and fix this. At a certain point, why wasn't it enough? You're listening to the X Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the X Podcast. I'm your host and your host every single Monday, Alessia. Before the episode starts, be sure to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. The episode goes out on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. So whenever you get all of that stuff done, then you can actually be blessed and watch this amazing episode that's about to happen. Okay, so do all of that and then come back. Actually, maybe don't leave. Just go do that afterwards. But be sure to hit like, comment. I love interacting with you guys. Okay, so today we have a very special guest who has been on the podcast before. When we had this special person on, so many people were like, have her back on just to kind of, you know, update everyone on where she's at with dating and with her whole cancer story. So without further ado, I'm welcoming Becca back on the pod. Hi. Are you happy to be back? I'm so happy. Like, I'm so blessed to even been able to share my story and to do it a second time. Like, what are the odds? I know. So cheers. Cheers, my love. We're actually filming up north. So it's a change of scenery. Um, I love the heat. So the fire behind us is everything and more i you're dying i'm i'm dying like my ass is already on fire as it is so this is just like adding to that layer of the last thing that doesn't uh, need to catch on fire is your wig oh frick yeah <laughs> especially this is not human so Ooh. so for any new listeners do you want to just update everyone on who you are and kind of like give like a synopsis of what the last episode was absolutely okay um so Basically, last year I was diagnosed with uh, stage four follicular lymphoma. What that means is it's a incurable type of cancer that I will have for the rest of my days. Typically, it's for patients between 60 and 65, so I'm very rare case. And I just finished my treatments. I'm in remission, but I'll never be in a full remission. I'll have to redo chemo in the next five years and every five years after that. I have basically a life expectancy of 15, so we will uh, be fighting the good fight. Yes. Yes. Okay, so the last time you came on the podcast, yeah, the news was very recent. So recent. And also our friendship, I feel Absolutely. like, has definitely evolved yeah. 
um after oh, after sure. the podcast do you ever feel like when you meet someone and you connect with them they don't want to get close with you because they're kind of like okay well i don't want to like get close and get hurt by someone who i know is technically at some point gonna pass away I have definitely felt that for sure. I've not so much in my friendships because I've been able to kind of solidify them in a Mm -hmm. way and kind of eliminate the ones that are not good for me and have not been there. Yeah. But dating is another thing, like whole other realm. I can't even tell you how difficult it's been. So the last episode we were talking about how you were just starting to put yourself out there in the dating stage. You were like, if I'm having sex with him and like he pulls on my wig, like what do I do? So let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. it. Oh my God, yes. You leave the podcast and you're like, I'm putting myself out there. I'm dating. It's been, I think you said 10 years you weren't dating. Five years? Five years. Five Five years. years. No one was touching my cookie. Like no action. It was desert storm down there (laughs) nothing was happening so I was finally like let's go you're like I don't have time to waste absolutely not and I was feeling amazing I've had like the best year of my life I feel I have cancer but I'm feeling like let's get out there let me like live my life to the fullest super um we could say I was like really uh what's the word like delusional maybe I love I love anyone who's delusional. A little Live like, in your delusion, a baby girl. Ignorant. Also, Kay. you know, like, God, Becca, you're such a little baby. Like I've looked back now and I'm like, oh, if only you knew. <laughs> you're yeah. like the guys I was like sad about who canceled on me on dates are now like pause. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Except yeah. for one. Except for one. Okay, so let's just kind of get into dating. Yeah. How has it been? Are you on any apps? I'm a sponsored baby, duh. <laughs> Hey guys, my sponsor for today is Rudsack. Rudsack is a luxury brand using high quality materials. I'm wearing their Davina bodysuit right now and I'm obsessed. We're actually filming up north. So this is the perfect winter fit under a jacket and you damn know that Rudsack makes the best winter coats. They are a Montreal brand, but they are sold everywhere in the world and it's just the details everywhere. With the Davina bodysuit, You can see how the thumb holes are perfect for keeping everything in place. I'm wearing the black one in extra small and I do have a discount code for you. The discount code is the X podcast at checkout for 20% off if you're from the US and 10% off if you're Canadian. Bye. I'm uh, I'm on hinge. Okay. Um, It's been it's been a a whirlwind. Definitely a lot has happened. Um, your bio should literally be looking for someone to take my last breath. <laughs> I'm dying. Like, wait, sorry. I am, but also I am dying. <laughs> um, actually that is like, stellar. so then when they're like, uh, why didn't you tell me you had cancer and I can decide if I want to, you know, pursue you. You're like, it was in my bio. Yeah, like, sorry, did sir. You read? Like, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> read between the lines, loser. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so no. you're on Tinder. No, Hinge. Uh, Hinge, Hinge, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, And this summer, I met this amazing person. Okay. Once in a lifetime connection. Did not see it coming. Um, I think when we're younger, we always think we're going to just meet these people and we're going to feel these like crazy feelings. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, We dated for six weeks. We Our first date was at McKibben's. It was great did you let him know you had cancer before the first date no I was still in the 
like I just want you to treat me like any other girl like everything is hunky-dory I'm not telling anybody at this point so um okay so you go on your first date it's amazing it's amazing we're talking the whole night I go to the bathroom he pays the bill I'm like boss move like loving it um we're talking on the phone like every day I'm like, holy crap, everything's moving so fast. Yeah. Second date, he's already like, I don't know about you, but like, I'm ready to like delete Hinge. Like, and I'm like, I'm right there with you. I was feeling all the feels like. That must be so difficult though to have, to feel like you met someone and you have this kind of like secret you're hiding from someone where you're like in, in a perfect world before my cancer, like you would just be like, I'm in and this is it. But like having, having that fear of knowing that you might've met the love of your life, but he might still walk away when you both know how you feel is like crazy. Especially like at the beginning, um, I'll play you guys like a, sorry, a little voice recording. Cause I had been going on dates before, but I never felt like I need to tell any of these guys, but with him, I, like second third day I'm already feeling like I I want to tell you because I'm like it it was just unbelievable what I was feeling like I've never felt like this before and so and it was just easy you guys were hanging out often it was so simple I never questioned anything like I was like was not rereading texts I was not like questioning anything he was it was just like okay so here we go let me see I'm legit freaking out about that because, like, I told you guys before, like, I've never wanted to tell someone so bad because, like, he's so serious and he's, like, there's no there's no game. Like, he really wants to find a partner. He, like, is doing all the right things to ensure that, like, we're, like, we're getting to the point of being serious, you know? And that terrifies me because I, I want to tell him I don't want to trick him or dupe him or waste his time. But I also want to enjoy it. And so I'm really conflicted about it all because I, I think I'll tell him sooner than later. But like I'm not I to me, we only had two dates. Friday will be three. Like, I don't know. I just. I don't know what to do, but I just, it's definitely like, I won't tell him for sure. Like Friday, like it'll be, I think I'll know when the time's right. So just to like, I know just to preface, it was so quick and I did swipe yes on him wanting children. And first day I kind of asked him, I'm like, look, would you, how do you feel if like your partner down the line could not have kids? I'm like, kind of like not really. And he said, well, I would pick my partner. And I was like, okay, you know, like, I'm not wasting his time. This guy's so serious. Like, we want the same things. We're getting along so well. Um, it was just, like, whirlwind. Like, I was, like, and I, I have to say, I don't think I was delusional in the way that I was feeling because I, I was there. I saw the mm-hmm. way he looked at me. Like, other people saw it. Like, we would be at a grocery store and, like, he can't keep his hands off me. And, like, I was like, oh, fuck, I missed that, you know? Yeah. Like, and um, anyways, it it comes down to he really wanted kids and I'm already like I don't it wasn't even like okay I want kids because I want to keep him it was literally like I saw the whole picture with him like I was like you know what like I see it going the whole distance like it was just 
so magical to me and I'm already like asking my doctor like can we get like fertility like I'm already asking friends I have friends who are like I would be a surrogate like it was already like we're only like talking six weeks here but it was like the connection to me was so strong that I'm like when you know you know when you know you know and I I just figured this guy would be in my life no matter what way as a friend as like of course I was hoping for more but like in the end when I told him um because it I, I couldn't I like it just yeah I was like it was just like okay I'm like this is torture for me it's torture for him like he knows something's up um he's already like oh, whatever I'm just yeah so I basically he he broke up with me over not being able to have kids and it being very difficult and it was just the hardest thing I've went through this year and I kind of like you know what's crazy is that before you had met him you said you didn't want kids and then you meet him and then all of a sudden you do and it's because I think when you find the right partner then you're like to create a human that would be a version of me and him sounds amazing and before you were probably not able to picture it with anyone else. So now that you found someone. And that brings me to like a whole other question. Cause now I'm, I'm so confused now. Like, whoa, like I was so steadfast in like how I felt, what I was feeling. And now I'm like, wow, someone made me feel that way in such a short amount of time. And it's scary. It's scary to think like that could, I, I just, I don't know how to feel right now about it all. And I'm just kind of like, taking it all in taking it all in and because you don't want to meet somebody else like for you you found him so it's like but he's but he's not for me though because the person who mm-hmm. is for me at the end of the day is going to pick me and yeah yeah and i like i was kind of telling you like before i'm like you know i was like i I will always say he was the greatest guy he's probably gonna watch the podcast i know if i were to ever call him i know he would pick up the phone I know he would come because that's just how great he is Mm -hmm. and I still think the world of him but at the same time I have to also think how can you break up with someone over something that they can't control I can't change that part of me it's all like oh um you're a bitch or you're this or you're taught I cannot go and fix this I did I got I got chemo and I was willing to try like maybe different things, but like at a certain point, why wasn't it enough? And it's just been very difficult even post him, post dating him. Whew. Um, I, I, sorry, I, I, I'm very, um, I love my friends. I'm always sending like voice memos. I'm just trying to like keep in touch with them and, um, this was the day we broke up and I'm sorry if I sound like a goat. Oops. Oh boy. Here we go. So, um, he just left. Um, I knew he was going to break up with me today. He said he was popping by and I just fucking knew it. I had a feeling, and uh, he came over. He was 
He's just the sweetest guy ever. And he's just explained. He's like, look, I'm really looking for a family. And I really want someone who's going to be around. And he was fucking crying the whole time. I was crying. And he's so sorry. And he just, like, God, he's the fucking sweetest guy ever. And he was just, like, very, like, loving and everything about it. And he was just, like, the fucking best. And... I don't know. I told him everything's like, you know, I don't know. I'm just really upset about everything. And um, we had breakup sex, but it was so good. But whatever. It's just, it was very, very difficult. Yeah. So I, I knew. I. Cheers. Cheers. You need a second. Yep. I need a second. <laughs> So post that, um, just a preface, I'm not expecting to ever like, not that I'm never going to feel that way. I just like, don't think think you don't have a chance just because that happened. It happened. I've made my peace with it Yeah. and I've had to move on. Look, no love is ever going to be the same. No. You know, sometimes somebody else is going to come into your life and show you a different type of love. And as much as you thought that was the only picture you can see, you'll see it with somebody else I I truly think like you're gonna find your person I'm not worried I know that you are very much like on this time clock of being like I'm here for a certain amount of time like and you're kind of putting urgency on it and I think that's that's the scary thing I see with you is that and I get it I'm I can't even be here and tell you Becca this is not going to be an episode where I'm going to give you advice I have no idea what you're going through I'm just like I'm here I'm your friend. I'm feeling for you. And I just think that, you know, I know we have different views on like everything happens for a reason. And I can understand how for you it's completely different because of the cards you've been handed. Right. Um, And I don't let that necessarily like rule my life that in that way. But like I've had a hard time. Like I just I don't I don't understand it personally. Like for me, it's just not applicable to my life. But and I get that. It's just. I've had like first like why do why do bad things happen to good people? They just happened. It's just I, but you know what I think the worst things happen to the people who can deal with it. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that no, I like believe that. it was given to you because you can handle it, but No, I do believe that. <sighs> yeah, I know. I would kind of like you know, instead of this like trial and tribulation package, like kind of like the blessings package in the new year. That's yeah. kind of what I'm hoping for myself. Yeah. Well, blessings on blessings, you know, yeah. like have, have you, have you ever thought about dating someone who also is like has cancer, like a little fault in my stars? What's the movie called? Fault in our stars. Yeah, fault in my stars. Yeah. You know, like a little fault in our stars kind of movie ending where, Maybe you'll have even a deeper connection with somebody who's going through a similar thing. Maybe not exactly. Go for someone who just understands you in a way where they're at that at your stage. Right. They want to live life to their fullest. And I know the way you see it, you're like, I don't feel ill. So I don't want somebody who's mad about their life and is just going to like not have that same energy. But I think from what I see from you is that Ever since you found out the news, all you've been wanting to do is live life, do things, be with friends. So don't you think that if you met somebody who was also going through the same thing, they would have that same energy. So you would have a bond that's like unexplainable. I think it would be even more powerful than how you felt with 
it's honestly like I'm open to anything like I've I've had to be and honestly that's a little bit why I've had the best year of my life is because I've said yes yeah so much more I would be open to it but it's like you said they would have to in a way be like me in the sense of like okay I'm not I have not always been positive I, at the moment I'm like not at all at the same place I was six months ago yeah. but they would if you were to play your cancer card and that's your personality and you make it your life I have a hard time with that I have a hard time with this like victim mentality whereas yeah. for me I'm like but of course I'd be open to it like if is there is there any dating sites for cancer patients like cancer mingle I don't know is that is that one <laughs> uh, if not we gotta create uh, it we gotta make one um I, I don't know I mean I don't that's know if th- that's something I would do though like uh, like all cancer patients I don't know yeah but I'd be open to it like can't say no if you say no you you're or i think i think going forward you need to be a lot more intentional with dating so i feel like at the beginning you were like i'm meeting someone do i let them know they have cancer okay so you started with not telling people you had cancer then after what happened with i was like never again never again never you're like again. this Am is I gonna, oh yeah so do you um, want to explain that a little bit but just to like backtrack yeah i am so much more intentional in my dating now because and you're hating me for this, but like, I've had such a rough go the last couple months that I kind of gave myself a, and you're going to hate me, but like, I gave myself a deadline of, um, October of this year is when I'm going to kind of call it. Like, I'm not going to keep pursuing dating. I'm not, I'm just going to kind of call it just because from my own peace of mind like I have to and from my own heart because truthfully like I can't our dating right now is not sustainable like for me like just for a regular person but add like okay a fucking sickness that is incurable whatever like how am I supposed to go out there and put myself out there time and time again and okay we get ghosted we get rejected of course but like add this like yes, okay, I have a deadline for my next chemo. It's in five years. But I also, like, I have to call it quits for me, like, for my peace of mind. And people might be like, oh, my God, like, you're just going to take anything and you're going to be desperate. I am not desperate. I literally, five years, nothing was touching Niagara Falls, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, nothing. Yeah. I can go another five years, but my heart can't. I'm such a little lover girl. I'm such a heart on my sleeve. Like, I give so much you know what I think I sorry no and I just think like I'm very easily lovable so I'm kind of like and I think when you first started when you first came on the podcast you were just more like I want to have sex I want to I was just I want to remove the bats down there because it's been so long yeah and now after finding a connection with that last person mister yeah mister now I think you're realizing that you don't want to just be a fuck to someone you want to meet someone to spend the rest of your next years with and people and you know what that might be so sad to someone like oh like that's what you're wishing for yourself like in your last year no. in a way i've had to i've had to redefine what success is to me like of course i've had goals before of course like you know i always wanted to build a house with a like i've always wanted to like have this saving savings and like you know i was god i was like trying to work for my future but like for now how I'm feeling now like success to me and it, I kind of was talking about in the first episode it's the smallest things it's literally 
having friends that love me, a family that loves me, a home above my, like above my head. And honestly, and it always gets me so emotional for me. Take your time. My goal, what I'm working forward and yes, I'm giving it till October, whatever. I want to be in a committed relationship, a happy relationship. And that might be really sad to someone, but in my case, no, it's not. It's, it's literally, not. if I were to go tomorrow and that did not happen for me, I would consider not my life a failure, but I would consider it literally like I didn't do what I, I didn't have what I want. I would feel incomplete if I were to go. I, I totally, totally understand how you feel. Um, just, Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard being the interviewer right now because I don't I don't know what to say back. I, I don't, don't even know. What I to don't say. know what to say. But what I will say is that the one thing about love is you cannot put a time on it. And I get it. Your situation is different. But the fact that you're pressuring like by October, if I don't meet my love, like I'm done. And you know what? You're probably going to meet your love the second you say you're done because love doesn't come when we're chasing it. It comes when we're just like, I'm over it. I'm not looking for it. If it comes, it comes beautiful. Right. Um, but I also get, on the other hand, like, look, I don't have much time left. Mm -hmm. So, like, I want him yesterday. Yeah. I want him yesterday. Like, so literally, any, like, everything is out the box for me. Like, literally, if I were to meet someone, they're like, hey, I feel like kind of getting married next year. Why not? You know, I, I, hey, I feel like going to Vegas and getting married tomorrow. Literally, let's go. If, if that's what they, let's do it. Like, if it feels right, it feels right. Like, I'm not, like, trying to pressure anything, like, Honestly, I don't need the two-year engagement and then the ring and then the this and then the dating. I'm like, hey, like... Yeah. You know... I don't know. It's I'm trying to see the positive of having cancer. And one of them that I'm noticing is that you do not take life for granted. And Never. there's so many people who don't even know they have... They, they don't have cancer and they just die instantly. Yeah. Like, you almost have this, like, pre... Like, you could almost decide the rest of your life right now. Which is, in, a, in some way, kind of cool because... Like you're saying, some so many people work towards something and then like boom, something happens. My dad, like, like we're, my dad just like worked his whole life and then gone. Like it was all for nothing, you know. Like so yeah. in that way, yeah, I definitely do have to like, and that's why I have to be so intentional in my dating because I have to make it happen for myself. There is not yeah. a beautiful lumberjack man that's gonna come knocking at my door. No, there's for no sure. cowboy that's gonna I, come and like lasso me up. I totally agree. I just think the pressure of you putting on yourself like I need to find someone before October is putting more stress on you, which you really don't need right now, Beck. You really don't need. And then you're gonna be finding yourself in relationships that are probably not for you because you're forcing it. And that's oh. what really, really scares me. So I think it's like, this has nothing to do with it, but like, so it's like me going into my podcast and being like, I want this podcast to be the biggest it could, I could even imagine it to be. Yeah. Okay. And then I say, well, you know what? I'm going to do it. But you know what? If like, I don't get to the level of fame and the level of success I want, then after like eight months, I'm going to stop. And that's, that's the tricky thing because you don't choose when you blow up. You don't choose. No. You do everything you can in order to get there. And then when your time comes, it comes. So it's like me putting in all this work. It's like you putting in all this work in dating. And then eventually you're just like, fuck it. I'm done. Like you need to still kind of be like, okay, what's the end goal? What do I want? And like still be like open-minded to it. And, and so it's a happy medium of like, obviously it could come when you're closed off to it because you're right. not searching for it, but also still being open-minded enough 
to like allow it to happen for you. Like all these shitty dating stories, they're gonna be so fun to talk about when you actually meet your person and you can laugh about it. I that's usually what makes, do though. But that's what makes yeah. like it's so fun is going through all these stupid fucking frogs to find your prince. So it's like, don't give up on it because it's worse leaving this earth knowing you gave up on it than continuing and to see, uh, continuing to actually see where it could go. Like if I would stop my podcast now and I'd be like, well, fuck it. It's been three and a half years. I didn't get to where I wanted to. That guilt of knowing like, but what if it was happening for me the next day? And I just gave up and I closed off and I shut off on it. Okay. The way you're saying it like that, I totally get that. Yeah. Of course. If, oh, if only you had tried another week, you could, we never know. We, we never like, know. it's all in the hands of like, you know, life and universe. But at the same time, is your podcast like breaking your heart? Is your podcast using you? Is your pot like, I have to protect my peace. And right now, yeah, I feel so low mentally. Yeah. And I think it's because of all these dates and all these like guys that are telling me like, wow, like, it's happened like multiple times where these guys are like, I finally feel like I'm talking to a girl who's like nerdy and likes all the same things as me. And like, oh my God, you can hold a conversation. You're funny. You're this, you're that. The second I tell them, it's like game over, game over, or even more heartbreakingly, it turns immediately sexual. And that's been the hardest part because it's almost like, well, whatever value you might have had as a potential partner or someone I'd want to date. Now you're just the whole. Yeah, I'd still be down to smash. And that's been. Whew. And you know what, guys or whatever, you can you can be like, but you're telling me we're talking like nonstop for two weeks. Like we're talk like constant like banter and it's so good. And then the second I they see the podcast, whatever, they're like. Oof. It, the second question they ask is, so can I pull the wig? And I'm like, yeah. where did that come from? Yeah. Like and we were not talking about that yeah. two seconds ago. So I remember when you first came on the podcast, you were very worried about, obviously you came on to talk about cancer, but yeah. you weren't addressing that you had cancer to the, the guys you were meeting on, what's the app? Hinge. On Hinge. Yeah. So... How has that been like? Because I know now you're kind of just like, this is my story, which I love that for you. Yeah. Just not hiding it anymore. No. Like just being like, look, this is what I have. Like if you're if you're down for the it's it's honestly similar a little bit to me in the sense where like I'll meet a guy, they'll go on my Instagram, they'll see my podcast, okay? Right. You know what you're getting involved with. A thousand You know, percent. like, you yeah. do something fucked up, you're going to be talked about. You don't do something fucked up, you're still going to be talked they about. They know so what it's like, you're like. It's like, you're getting to know me, you know my personality. Mm -hmm. So if you're still down after that, I'm like, respect. You like something about right. me after me being completely myself. Of course. Where I feel like when they listen to you on the podcast, I know it's new to you, yeah. but people watch and then if they still stick around, you're kind of like, okay, you dig me. Yeah, yeah. Thousand percent. Could we talk about the wig situation? Absolutely. Pillow princess. Okay. So the last time you came on the yeah. podcast, you were saying that you were talking to a guy and you were very worried because you were going to have sex with him if he were to like pull your wig off while you were having sex. Because this was going to be the first time. Yeah. And what's the update with that? All right. Everybody wants to know. Like literally everybody was like, Becca, <laughs> come on now. Um, so first time I had sex uh, was with Mr who did not know I had cancer. So I'm like, fuck, you know, we're having sex. 
So we did it like four times the first time we had sex. Jesus, we're worried about the wig and you're just having sex four times. Energizer bunny, okay? <laughs> I'm like, this guy like got me feeling like, come take a ride on Splash Mountain, baby. <laughs> like, Niagara Falls is open for business. Let's go. <laughs> um, doesn't notice anything. Halfway through, like after the second time, he's like, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, shoot. He's like. But he didn't try yanking it the first and second no, time. No, because he's like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, go ahead. He's like, I've noticed that you were like dominating. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm thinking about Veronica. She was like, you know, just take control. <laughs> I'm like, yes, love it. Bad bitch vibes. And I'm like, okay, I already have this script in my mind. Um, oh yeah. I'm just like, I don't like my head touch. I'm just very sensitive. I'm trying to brush it off. Right. Yeah. Like, let's talk about something else. Yeah. Then he looks at me deadpan and he's like, is it a wig? You're like, I was prepared for this, but I also wasn't. I was like, you weren't expecting it. No. And I didn't say anything. I just kind of like changed the subject. But like, of course, that's an answer in itself. Like, if you don't say anything, that is the answer. But this man was so good. He never. Wait, what did you say when he said that? I didn't. I changed the subject. A thousand percent. So you just spoke about something else. Oh, yeah. I was like, so. So he caught the vibe of like, I can't ask her that. Clearly, like. Yeah, but he never he never revisited it afterwards. Right, he just was so respectful that he never like, she'll tell me when she wants to tell me. Right. Right. And any other time I've had like a little cookie action since then, they've known. So they just, they're always like, oh man, that's my favorite. I'm like, yeah, that used to be my favorite too, the hair oh, pulling. Oh, fuck off that they're saying that. No, but I get it though. I used to love getting my hair pulled. Like, hello. You know what's so weird? Bonjour. I don't, it's not something that like, really happens for me often like in life like it's not something that like i'm hooking up with some of the first three times i'm like they're gonna yank my hair like okay maybe a little but not like but oh, it it's was, not like part of sex for me but for me it was the it was the fear of it might happen right, so right, i right. need That's to tell yeah. i need to either like not dominate but i need to yeah like assert a situation like don't touch my hair so every single person you've hooked up after that they've known that you had a wig on they've known and can i just say just preface by saying pillow princess does not work with a wig at all at all at what all. are we from jersey absolutely you're watching a little sopranos um <laughs> at all at all with a wig like it moves up in like so pillow is not working pillow princess we are work. taking it from the like we're doing just so what are we doing like cowgirl of course yeehaw motherfucker <laughs> um and uh yeah just doggy and whatever else works. Yeah. yeah yeah but i feel like now your hair has grown since yeah like when you started dating so now i feel like even if it came on off it's not a shock and can i just say you have the most beautiful beautiful head like i could just picture me with no hair i look like an egg and like could you agree you have a beautiful bald I do. head i do i i do agree I'm, you have no bumps like it's literally guys a perfect bald head i literally right now it's very um it's pixie cut i'm looking very uh, yeah would you feel comfortable showing it or no if they made me feel comfortable if they made me feel like i could be myself and like hey like if you don't yeah. want to wear it like Chill, you know don't don't worry about it like you're yeah. gonna be, be if you make me f for me and that's like my biggest green flag and something i've had a lot of issues in my past relationships if you make me feel wanted and like you like me and you think i i will do anything for you like i will melt like i am you just make me feel like you're you want me mm -hmm. 
I'm Gucci. We're good. Let's go. So for me, it's like, if you make me feel like, like this, it's a safe space. Yeah. Why wouldn't I fucking take my wig off? A hundred percent. Everybody keeps telling me how sexy I am without my wig. Honestly, it's giving like orange is the new black vibe of like girl with like, like you're missing tats and you're just like the baddest bitch. Am I missing tats though? No, you don't need them. So we were up north like a, a month ago. Yeah. And we were just getting drunk and you were saying like, Alessia, you're going to be shocked to hear this. You're like, I don't even know what no, you're no, about to I'm say. No, no, I'm like, it. honey, I was drunk, obviously. I just thought about it Uh-oh. now. That's yeah. why. Um, you were saying how you never came before. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. No, okay. no, because wait, wait. I'm scared. All the guys are going to be like, I can make you come. It's the first thing they but say. You know what? Fuck it. Let them. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my god, my poor mom has to watch this. So yeah, um, <laughs> you're like mom, tune off. Uh, well, I mean, point. whatever. I'm a woman. Like, what do yeah. you expect? Um, yeah, no, I've. So never... you've enjoyed sex before, but you've never, never come through sex or oral or masturbation. I've never, I've never had okay. an orgasm. And honestly, we could, we could go through it. But like, honestly, I know it's like a mental block. Like, I know it's a f- like. Okay, when when did you start masturbating? How old were you? Around. Like 14, 15. Did you get a vibrator? No. Okay. So it was no. just more with like your, your hand. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then when you got into your long-term relationship, you mm-hmm. would just be like, I came and you would just kind of lie. Yeah. My first relationship, we were long distance. He was in the army. Like I thought we were going to get married. Like we were together for four years. But yeah, it was definitely like, okay. is this, it, I, I felt like, is this what it's supposed to feel like? I'm like, Everybody kept saying they were coming. And They're like, like yeah, oh, if you come, you'll know. You'll when know. You- and I'm like, maybe? I was like, maybe it happened? No, How so I- then it hasn't happened. Exactly. And that's like what everybody's been saying. They're like, no, no, you know. And I'm like. Listen, Becca, and if you don't come before you die, this is my, this is my. This is the Roman Empire. This is this literally is Roman I'm Empire. I'm sorry. You're there looking for love. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're we looking a- for chasing an orgasm. We're literally chasing an <laughs> orgasm before we're chasing love. But yeah. I truly think when you like really get there with a partner and you co- open up completely, I think you might get there. I think so too. You know? Truthfully. But I think that yeah. coming starts a hundred percent from the mind and yes, it starts yeah. with you having for to figure your. Yes. For, for a, a woman. woman it yeah. comes. Yes. And I think it's only going to happen if you like make it a project where like you're like, I will keep masturbating by myself. Get a vibrator. Try with your hand. I just sorry. I just ordered. Um, It's like a clit sucker 2000. Thing. <laughs> OK. Um, I don't know what it's called, but like my my friend Sarah, she was like people who've never had orgasms are like like they will die on this cliff so i'm like i just ordered it it'll come in the mail in okay. 10 days i'll let you know okay perfect it'll yeah come we need, in the we mail. need an update i'm gonna let you know you're gonna be the first guest that's come on three times uh <laughs> just because like i want the update i'm oh, sorry yeah, 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 and, yeah, and the exes want the update hopefully i come three times <laughs> oh my god and like you've never <laughs> felt like you've got that like it's just like wild to me that i'm like we need to make this happen every for guy you. is always like why can you go like four or five and i'm like because I'm never feeling relief. Like, I'm never there. Like Yeah. It definitely has to do with you being in your head. It's a thousand... Pr- I know but it But what is. I think is crazy is that when you've been dating your ex for four years... Yeah. You're not in your head at that point, too, still, when you're having sex. Or are you? Like, aren't you more... <sighs> Honestly, it was so long ago. Were like, you more relaxed, though? Okay, well, first... I've only had two boyfriends. Right. 
and they were both long term. So no, I'm just trying to think like yeah, long term yeah. after a while, like having sex, it would become like you would. I know at the beginning, we're always like China Archer back the best and be the hottest. But, but my first boyfriend, I lost my virginity too. So like I did not, I was not good at sex. I wasn't right, right, like, right. Second one, honestly, like I lost like my libido with him because just relationship stuff and like nothing for him. But it was just like. Now I feel like I'm so much more confident in my body. I'm confident in how I am. Like, yeah, like I know what to do. You know, it's coming. It's, it's coming. Co- it's well, it's, guys. Ooh, next episode. It's going to be me uh, outside of the door with Becca using the vibrator and being just, like, Becca, how's it going? Is it coming? The- <laughs> She's going to be like, well, I can't come if you're fucking by the door with a microphone. <laughs> It, it could just could be a you magic imagine wand we did like an mics. experiment i'm Ooh. like here's the vibrator go in the bathroom i'll wait here <laughs> <laughs> i love that i'm dead just know guys are gonna be like oh i'll make you come you know what listen make it let's go um but the thing with that what i'll make you come is I don't believe in that because it's like They'll even when a guy says, oh, no, I'll no. be good. I'll make it. We all know as a woman to come, it comes from the mind for yeah. a woman to come. It's all in the mind. So a guy saying, I'll make you come. If you haven't figured out how to make yourself come, it's not going to be doable. No, of course not. Of course yeah. not. And I know it like, of course, yeah. if I can't, you know, make- you need to like know your body 1000 and then like, and then like come. show him the way. Yeah. But I'm sorry. You're not leaving this earth without learning how to come. I, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I will fucking put you in courses. I'm, I don't know look, what to I'm, do. I'm doing the steps. You know, I yes. got some toys like, you know, I can't wait to, you have to let me know. What I'll let you know. Toys. Uh, um, I'll send you, I'll send you a card. <laughs> a I'll, send you, I'll send you a card. Oh my God, I thought you were going to be like, I'll send you a video. I came by BJ. Love you. Like, ciao. So obviously in this time you've been dating mm-hmm. and I know you have some crazy stories oh my God. and there was some that I was like, yo, what the fuck? Save this for the podcast. I there. Yeah, there's yeah. I'm telling you, there's some crazy kooks out there. Oh like, my God. Um, one of my most like notable ones I'll say. So I, I was telling my friend, I was talking to this guy and we were out for dinner and I was like trying to put myself out there after Mr. I'm like, <coughs> God, distract myself. And I'm like, he seems kind of like he always wants to know what I'm doing. Seems like a little controlling, but like that can also be a good thing. I, I love a possessive and obsessive man, but like okay. moderately. Yeah. And um, she was like, show me a picture. I show her a picture and she's like, BJ, this man has been posted on this Facebook group. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, are we dating the same man? I'm like, I've never been part of that Facebook group. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, he has been posted and he has been known to sexually assault girls. There was like 50 comments afterwards saying like, this man will try to trick you into not taking your birth control. He will try to force himself on you. Like he, red flag, red flag. Like it is not, it's not like someone is making this up. I mean, if 50 people are writing in that group chat, then there's definitely fire alarms on absolutely so i'm like oh my god had i not gone to dinner with my friend literally the day before i could have potentially been like a victim Mm -hmm. or 
potentially vic- uh, like anything could have happened who freaking knows right See, i know we have like different views on like what we believe in and god and stuff but yeah. in this situation the way i really see it is no, like no, it was like god god was yeah. on your side he was protecting you like this is what i mean like everything happens for a reason like you were supposed to go to that dinner so yeah. you showed your friend that guy yeah and then she told you like he sexually assaults women and for me like i'm so happy that like she knew this and that's what makes me so happy about sites like this a part of it is yeah. like okay one girl can get super hurt by a guy and then just want to bash him in a group chat to fuck shit up for him but at the same time if there's so many women saying the same thing i'm like no i believe it i definitely think like there was some power to be because you know i could have talked about the date but maybe she would have never asked me to see his picture Mm -hmm. or like absolutely and i definitely think and looking through the messages now of you two like can you read what he was saying can you pull it up uh oh I'm, I'm like I'm just curious like if there's anything anyone could take from here to learn what are some flags that he may be a molester or a rapist or whatever allegedly to be determined um fuck that word allegedly I know, I know. 50 people are writing it it's not allegedly Oh, no, I blocked. Yeah, no, no, I blocked. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Do you remember, like, what he was saying? Like, I just remember him being really, honestly, I think he was, he kept, okay, we had, we had a planned date. We had a date planned and we were supposed to go to this restaurant. Everything was planned. Like, okay, eight o'clock on a Friday, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He kept trying to get me to come to his house for drinks before. And I'm like, I've never met you. And I was just like, no, no, I'm. I'm trying to play it like easy, cool girl. Like, like take me out to dinner first. No, but just kind of like, no, I'm cool with our plans. Like I'll see you at the restaurant. And then he's like, he tried again. Something like, oh, but I'd love to just like have you over like for a quick drink. Or like, I'm like, no. And I was just like, ah. So rule number one, when you meet somebody on a dating app, make sure to never go to their house on a first date. I think he's, that's he's, the yeah. first red flag. Or if you are, which I don't suggest, even if someone has been vetted by friends, I still think that a first date should never be at someone's home. Because whenever you go to someone's home, it's like you're walking on their territory. And you don't even know if you like this person. So you don't want to piss them off in an environment where you feel excluded from the world. Absolutely. So I think it's a hundred percent. I think it's so important that you go places where, you know, you're seen out with people and you can kind of catch the vibes of somebody yeah i think already as a woman it's very scary because somebody can act so normal even on a date already and then you go back to their place and it's like dexter a thousand percent you know and just on the like i was added to the facebook group and okay there are some girls that are like oh there are a lot of girls who are like making up stories i don't know seems kind of fishy what does that say to the guy if I'm willing to come over to your house, I've never met you, but I'm telling you my intention is I want this to become serious. I'm looking for a partner. Mm-hmm. Like what does, what image is that giving off to you? Of course not. Like mm-hmm. that's giving like, Oh, I'm down to Netflix and chill every, no, that's not yeah. what I want. I'm not looking for like a hookup. I'm not looking for like, a so si- I think like going forward, as soon as somebody even says that we're out, like not, I even- have to be, cause yeah. I'm like, you, you don't, but even, I think enough. even anyone listening, if, if like somebody already doesn't have like the emotional, emotional capacity, capacity yeah. to like 
know that, like, we're not interested. And to be honest, like, I'm turning 30. Like, if you need to be, like, I don't know. I'm just not looking for, like, a young fuckboy thing. Like, I'm, I have to be intentional. I'm looking for a partner. Like, yeah. uh, Your life expectancy now is 15 years to live. Do you think that by chance in these 15 years, they might come up with a medicine or, you know, the technology might change and there might be a cure for what you have? Like, are you are you aware that a lot changes in 15 years? I do. Like, what's your mindset on that? Are you hopeful or or have you accepted that there's no way? I've accepted my reality. And... (sighs) I know. And honest to God, it's like breaking like everybody's hearts about it. But at the same time, I don't, it's like, I, I, I'm not so gun ho on like, I'm ready to sell everything. Not at all. I'm, we will see when we get there, but I am very much still like, I don't even know if I'll want to do it three times chemo. Like that to me is like, I went through hell and I'm just, it's, it's you're asking the impossible of me you're asking me to go through hell again and again and again I'm just I'll see when I get there like I really I really hope the best for myself I hope I find someone I hope I'm god I've had the best year with you my friends my family like I it's because of them that I've had this amazing year and I'm can't wait to see what happens with me like I am so excited for Mm. a lot of things to happen for me but at the same time I'm realistic I you know I have people who are sending me oh god I can't even get into that you should see what people are like telling me uh maybe some chamomile tea would cure your cancer maybe a deworming kit let me send you some vibrations maybe that'll cure your cancer and it's like thank you maybe it would help but at the same I have to just make peace with my life. And, and at the end of the day, I have to go to bed with myself. I have to be happy. I need to be okay with what's going on. And, and how has that been? Cause I think when you're alone and you have to go to sleep, that's, do you want me to start crying? No, just oh. take a minute. I don't know. Cause it's all fun when you're out, you're drinking, you're around friends, but it's really something else when you have to sit alone in your thoughts. Like I And why I've been out fucking partying and drink. I have I don't remember the last day I was sober, truthfully, and my mom's gonna kill me for that. I don't care. It's the truth. Um I'm going out, I'm literally I'm never home. Like I'm going to the gym at one AM. I'm like just I can't sleep. I'm having nightmares. I'm a I'm a hot mess. Like, let's be honest. I'm not feeling the same way I was six months ago. And that's normal. But at the same time, like, I do not want to be at home. I come home to nothing. And that's what's breaking my heart. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I have so much love to give. Like, I'm such a, like, you are. I just, like, it's breaking my heart. And I thought I was fine. I was, thought I was fine those five years that I was alone, truthfully. Like, I really did. And I'm now I'm realizing, like, holy crap, it's not normal, you know? Like, it's not normal to go to family functions every Christmas, every Thanksgiving. Fucking, I'm the only... I'm always the fifth wheel, the fucking sef, seven, seventh wheel. Like, 
I'm done wheeling and dealing. Like I, I, I can't do it anymore. And like people may be like, Oh, that's so fucking sad. Like, I'm sorry. It's just like, it's especially like I spent all this time during the holidays with all my family, went to Brock, went to Ontario, Ontario, whatever came back. And then it's like, Oh my God. Like, the I madness has stopped and now you're just like stopped. in your thoughts. I can't like, it's not. And honestly, even maybe in my, in my situation, but for anybody, you can die of loneliness. You, if you're a lonely person and I've been a very lonely person my entire life, but I've been really feeling it these days, you will not live a successful life. And I know that having a committed relationship is the key to my survival. It will make, I'm not saying like, oh, you you don't have any reasons to live. I have a million reasons to live. I just know that if I had that, God, like I you would- You would go through chemo a million times. I would. And it's not because, oh. oh, like wouldn't you do it for your mom? Wouldn't you do it for your friends? Of course I would. I don't want to break anybody's heart, but I have to be selfish. And I've never been. And now it's my time. It's about me. It's about what I want. Yes. And this is like my fucking time. It's such a tricky, tricky kind of situation because it's so true. Like it is your time, but also like if your expectancy is 15 years, why would you ever want to cut your life? Like just being able to be on this earth is a gift and I know it and I know and I I would never want to see you rob a day from that but then again I understand how you feel it's like you you had said in previous podcasts like aging is a privilege a thousand percent but I also have to think about when it's my time to go I want to I don't want to be feeling sick I don't want to be feeling like I want to be feeling still good about myself feeling I don't want there to be a funeral and like there's an obituary and it's like an old picture of who I was and the person who had left is not even the person. At least you're going out hot. Well, we're going to get you that pick. It's going to be the nicest pick. Install that AC in my casket, baby, because we know where I'm going. (laughs) Sizzle, sizzle. (laughs) I'm ready. Like, come on now. I'm ready to dance with the devil. I've been doing it for the last six months. Keep going. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, I'm just. I I really, really am hopeful that in these next 15 years, they are going to come out with some kind of some kind of cure for this and your 15 years that you think is gonna be added on and like look i don't need you to believe it but i believe it and maybe that's what i have to do in order to like cope cope maybe with all this but um i i truly believe like i believe in miracles and i think um let's let's hope for some love in my life and like really recently i've been kind of getting more into like I bought a Bible, okay? Everyone's going to be like, what the hell, Alessia? This is not the you I know. I bought a Bible. I've been feeling like, I feel like at a point in my life, I was like, do I believe in God? Like, I don't know if I can't see him, if I can't feel him. Maybe I'm, I'm not, I'm not religious, but I feel like in my recent years, I've been in this recent last year, I've been, I've been just more in tune, getting more in tuned with just believing like everything happens for a reason and there's a plan and God has a plan and yeah I I don't know but you know what honey if that's like no and I'm just if if you're feeling stuff is happening to you I believe it like 
who am I to say like you're not feeling yeah like, but I just messages and things I just think that um I just think that there's a plan for you and uh don't be so maybe be, my plan is to go no <laughs> And you know what, though? If your plan is to go, then these next 15 years are going to be the best fucking years because Fuck yeah. you are living life to the fullest. Yeah. Life is my party, but I'm just the pinata. I just keep getting beaten, but I'm ready to party. Yeah, but you know what happens when the pinata breaks? Candy. Exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't like candy and chocolates? Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah. After the pinata gets bruised and hurt so many times. There's a beautiful treat, treat. at the end. Amen so, to that. Amen to that. Cheers, so cheers. Love I love you. I love you too. I'm so We're happy. We're dying. The fucking fire's dying. I love having you on because it just puts so much into perspective. And like even you just leaving and being able to help one person because there's nothing on cancer and dating. I, there's no, I've looked. Have you looked? So just you being yeah. the kind of like person to start this and me being able to be a part of this process. One cheers to that. And also, if this isn't a reminder to everyone who's listening, I don't want to start crying, but we are all living on borrowed time. We are. We are. It's not to. No, it's it's true. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. So yeah. if you're feeling a certain way, if something's stressing you out, if a boyfriend is not good for you anymore, if anything in your life is affecting your peace, let it go. Every minute that we are on this earth, we should be happy and doing things we love. So with that said, Becca, you are my favorite guest. I love you so much. I can't thank you enough. I'm praying for you tonight and you are going to meet the love of your life and you will have that happy ending. I really wish it. You will? Thank you, honey. Cheers. Thank you so I much for having so me. Much. I could have never done this without you, without Veronica first episode. Seriously, like it's a, this is a blessing. Like I, it does not go unnoticed what you're doing here. Honestly, like you are going to go far like the you. shoot for a stars because you're a fucking star kid seriously i love you oh god i'm sorry you have no idea what this means to me seriously no i'm serious like the first the first episode i could have never fucking came out like i did you're so strong like, even the way you're speaking, do you know, like, no one could do this. Sorry. My ass is so hot. <laughs> oh you know what else is hot? You! Sizzle, sizzle. God. Guys, are my boobs too saggy like this? <laughs> I love you, Rachel. Wait, I love your hair. What the fuck? <gasps> I love your hair. Thank you. Sorry. She loves yeah, it so much. She's crying. <laughs> What did you do to your hair? You did the Dyson? It came out so nice. Oh my god. Well, Dyson. No. The cheaper version. <laughs> do you need me to take your um, pics? No yes. Or do you need to use no your West Saxon? Wait, wait. Turn Saturday. around. You have a wait, turn around. You have a feather on your butt. Oh. Um Okay, got it. So I saggy. need a couple things before yeah. we're done. Too saggy? Yeah. Like you should put a bra. You don't have one? Your your outfit's cute though, babe. Okay, oh wait, 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 I'm yeah, fucking sorry right now.